Welcome to the Astro Mystic Podcast, a podcast for mystics, spiritual seekers, star seeds, and the astro curious to discuss the magic and mysteries of the universe while helping you to rediscover, claim, and be empowered by your own magic. I'm your host, Lindsay Rock. I'm an intuitive astrologer, psychic medium, and energy healer, helping you to awaken to your soul's cosmic blueprint so that you may live more consciously aligned with your divine potential and shine your unique light. Hello everyone, happy February. So today I'm going to talk about energies of February and I'm going to do a little card reading for each of the elements. So for air signs, water signs, fire, and earth signs, you can listen to your sun, moon, and rising signs with that. I also like to listen to my Mars and Venus signs since they're both in Leo. So yeah, just do whatever works for you. Okay, so February this month is our first square between Saturn and Uranus. It's going to happen three times this year with the first one happening on the 17th this month. And I've talked about this before in my other podcast a little bit more in depth, but this is a transit that's usually pretty dramatic, pretty major. Big things typically tend to happen. And even if it's not like some major event, some event happens that has a ripple effect that causes a major change or shift or adjustment. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, especially as we continuously build up to it. Because with the Saturn and Uranus square, it's like these two different energies just building up tension over like building up to the actual um, exact date on the 17th. So leading up to it, we'll still see that. And even afterwards, we'll feel some of the lingering effects. And because this is happening in three waves this year, uh, this first wave might give us a really big heads up as to what we can expect in the next two waves of it that hit later this year the next one in June, and then the, the last one I believe is in December, if I'm remembering right. We had a lot of Uranus activity at the in the second half of January too that you might have felt and noticed. I definitely did in my life. My son had experienced a few fights, well not experienced, but witnessed a few fights at school. Friends of mine were talking about like fights with family members. So things like that can happen when we have a lot of Uranus energy, especially at the end of January, January where we had Mars conjunct Uranus and Jupiter, I think, was squaring it. It's pretty rebellious and contentious energy. A lot of people feeling like they're in the right and they don't really want to give, give in or back down. Or people just feeling like they've had it, like they've had enough, their nerves are fried, and they just kind of fly off the handle, or they just can't take it anymore, or they're just sick of the bullcrap, <laughs> and they can just kind of explode in a way. That's kind of the energy, and like sudden things can happen, sudden things can come up, sudden shifts, unexpected things, a lot of that. So it's a really good time to kind of keep your cool stay centered, stay aligned, all the things that I've been talking about on here. Just really try to stay grounded and focus on you and have patience and give yourself and other people grace and realize the energetic soup in the air, basically. 
this week is going to, it has a lot of potential for a lot of fights and upsets and contentions as well, especially Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday, especially. We have a lot of squares this week that could definitely bring up that potential for fights and squabbles and disagreements and certain people not wanting to back down, digging in their heels. And honestly, on Saturday, there's a real potential for some, some real petty type of energy. So watch out, especially with friend groups, because we have Venus squaring Uranus. So it might be a good weekend to just have yourself like a self date night. I love to do those where I just hang out by myself with some ice cream and a good movie and then have a nice bath afterwards or something and just kind of zone out and be on my own. So yeah, this Saturday might be a really good time for something like that. But of course, we always have a choice and astrology doesn't rule our lives. Just kind of, it's it's nice to be aware of the energies and the influences so you can catch yourself and decide how you're going to act, basically. And we have Venus moving into Aquarius today where it will be until February 24th. And so for the next three and a half weeks or so, the planet of love, peace, beauty, harmony, or comforts is going to be in Aquarius. So we might really want to like watch that alien documentary or do something unusual. And because Venus rules beauty, might want to change up our look, do something different. It's funny because I actually just bought some overtone to put in my hair. I'm going to put some red in it and see how it turns out. I've never used the, I got the Moroccan oil overtone leave-in conditioner and I'm excited to see how it turns out. So yeah, doing something that's kind of out of the ordinary and with, in regards to your style, maybe even just wearing like a brighter nail polish, who knows, just kind of changing things up with your looks or with what you want to do with your time and maybe even like changing up your routines like if you've fallen off the wagon with your goals for the new year this venus in aquarius can do one of two things it can make you totally rebel <laughs> against the goals and kind of be like you know what i just want to do my own thing and what makes me feel good and who said we have to make up these resolutions anyways it can go more that way the kind of rebellious aquarius or it can be like oh my gosh like I really need to make this change. It'll be for my better good. Like I really need to stick with this change and giving you that resolve to make those changes. It's also a great energy for creative new ideas, like inventive new insights and ideas that come to you for you to create and bring into fruition. So keep your mind open and your awareness open for that so that you can write those ideas down as they come to you. And because we're currently in Mercury retrograde until February 20th, it's great just for like reflecting and sitting with your thoughts to allow those ideas to come in and allow inspirations to come in. So the Venus in Aquarius within Mercury retrograde within Aquarius season, it's great for just like listening to podcasts, getting some inspiration, creative inspiration, spending some time on Pinterest or doing whatever it is that lights you up in a way where it gives you those ideas, like those light bulb moments. So for me, that's what that looks like. I like to go on Pinterest to get inspiration or listen to podcasts or read a book or listen to some or watch some documentary. Those are the types of things that can give me those inspirations. And 
yeah, with Mercury retrograde, really reflecting, reviewing, renewing our sense of why and purpose and direction. It's a great energy to kind of allow that flow, to bring in new ideas, to redirect you in a more aligned way, basically. And then on the 11th, we have our new moon in Aquarius, where the moon is going to be conjunct Mercury. So Aquarius energy on its own, again, is that kind of lightning insight ideas and inspirations and our vision for the future, a vision for ourselves and how we can show up for the world. And having the moon conjunct Mercury in Aquarius too, it's it's going to be like all these inner realizations and these emotional, like, like you feel this emotional calling or like something within you that feels this like, okay, yes, this is what I want. This is what I, the direction I want to go in, or this is a great idea that makes me feel emotionally and spiritually fulfilled and I want to go for it. And it can even make us a little bit extra chatty with our emotions, <laughs> but like in a very like logical way, because it's going to be an Aquarius. So it's like analyzing our emotions and our thoughts and our feelings and how we feel about these ideas and insights that came to us and how we will, like how we want to feel as we fulfill these ideas and we'll feel really reflective about it. Like it's very possible that some of these ideas and inspirations that come to us are something from the past like something that we've thought of or something that came up in the past something we like remember hearing about and then it comes up again now as this like hey you could do that or here's how you can do it uniquely or it just comes back to you with like this greater sense of like emotional fulfillment basically and with that new moon we also have two of the best most beneficial planets coming together venus and jupiter both planets of abundance are coming together and so this new moon which is typically new moons are for like manifesting and bringing in what you want after we've released with a full moon the new moon is when we plant the seeds of what we want to like what we want to move forward with now that we've released and with venus and jupiter coming together plus all of this insight inspiration energy of Aquarius, these ideas that we want to manifest are, it's going to be a lot more expansive and a lot more possible. It's a great moon for planting those seeds of inspiration and vision for ourselves and our future. So keep that in mind. It's going to be a great full moon or a new moon and amazing for manifesting. You'll feel really good. Typically people with full moons or new moons, you can feel really drained, but hopefully with Venus and Jupiter coming together, it's going to be a really like joyful, happy, expansive, opportunistic new moon. And then we have Pisces season beginning on the 18th. I love Pisces season. So dreamy, so spiritual. Time to get really deep within our spiritual practices and get deep with ourselves and with spirit and with our desire to be of spiritual service to other people. But also be aware that Pisces energy can be very, uh, what's the word, like avoidant. And so if you have goals or cert certain things that you're trying to work towards, Pisces season might be like, um, I kind of just want to lay on the couch and watch this fantasy show instead <laughs> and ignore my responsibilities. And like, so catch yourself and make sure that you're not falling into that if that's something that's really important to you. 
It's like we want to enjoy and embrace and be in flow with the Pisces energy, but we don't want it to completely sabotage us, which Pisces energy can definitely be self-sabotaging and putting themselves in a victim placement. So try to make sure that we stay on top of our goals and that we're not getting lost and that we're not getting way off track. Instead, we can use that dreamy Pisces energy to dream about what we want, what our soul level desires are. Aquarius is more of like the visionary, the logical desires, the vision of what we can see. And with Pisces energies, it's a lot more spiritual and a lot more in the heart, but it's almost like, I don't know, like I want to say in the heart, but it's so <laughs> like big dreams, big vision, romanticize your life basically. It's almost like thinking of your most unrealistic desires. You see, it's similar with Sagittarius energy. Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter. Pisces is sub-ruled by Jupiter. It's ruled by Neptune and Jupiter. So they're both very idealistic. They see the world through rose-colored glasses in a way, especially Pisces. So allow yourself to do that. It's not such a bad thing. If you can dream it, it can happen. As long as you put in the work and the effort in the tangible physical world but if you don't allow yourself to dream then you won't get there you know like imagine it in your mind so that you can actually get there it's something i'm actually really looking forward to doing and taking advantage of that energy i mean i can do it anytime but i know i'm really going to be feeling that during pisces season because i don't necessarily have a big fantasy dream or vision of what I want for myself. <laughs> I feel like I'm just so happy and content where I am, but I want to allow myself to dream so that it's almost like the my bubble of happiness can expand and grow and I can move more like even more into my wholehearted happiness. So that's what we can use Pisces season 4, but make sure we don't get stuck in the dreaming and the self-sabotaging and don't let yourself spiral. Try to catch yourself. Sp Pisces season can definitely be pulled into a spiral. It's very emotional. So even things like watching emotional movies or emotional music can send you kind of in like this sad spiral during Pisces season. And not that there's anything wrong with it, but yeah, it's typically like I try to keep it all really up during Pisces season, but allow my feelings and everything to flow and just try to ca catch myself if I start to feel like I'm going into the Pisces spiral. And then a few days later, after Pisces season on the 20th, we have Mercury finally going direct. Yay! Which is always great. We can finally move forward with all those new ideas and insights that we've thought about and reviewed on over the last few weeks during Mercury retrograde, which by the way, I just have to say, <laughs> I mean, it should be just known across the board anyways, but anyone, like if you have an ex that comes back during Mercury retrograde, I don't know, like just be really cautious and really careful. I don't want to say to completely write them off because who knows, maybe they're coming back for a reason, but typically, generally, if an ex comes back to you during Mercury retrograde, it's it's a flea, okay? It's not going to last. They just want to come back for who knows what and move on. 
So keep that in mind if you if you don't want to like go back to old habits and behaviors really keep that in mind during mercury retrograde it doesn't even necessarily have to be an x it could be an x habit like something old that you used to do something from your past that you moved on from might try to come back and be like hey are you sure about that how strong is your resolve how much have you grown since you dropped me it's almost like a test so keep that in mind it's also i've noticed a lot of my old friends that I haven't talked to for a while will come back during Mercury retrograde and we get reacquainted or we reconnect and it's great. It's a great time. So yeah, just wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> but yeah, so it's going direct on the 20th and then on the 25th, Venus moves into Pisces. So the Venus in Aquarius where it's like we're embracing our inner rebel, we're changing up our look, we're diving into those alien documentaries and rabbit holes and all that sort of thing venus will then move into pisces which it's a lot more romantic more dreamy like i was saying with all of you know pisces season having venus there too it's like we really just like marinate <laughs> the pisces energy you might feel extremely creative very poetic very lovey-dovey you know it's interesting that valentine's day happens in aquarius season with a venus in aquarius <laughs> It's all about like being an individual and it's so not mushy at all. If we had Valentine's Day and Pisces season with Venus and Pisces, oh my gosh, it would be like, <laughs> it'd be ridiculous, but it'd be so sweet and so romantic, but so over the top. <laughs> and like for me personally, I can only take so much of the mushy crap. Like, Yeah. It's just cheesy. Like, I, I like it to the point where it's cheesy, but I can't take it seriously. It makes me laugh. So with Venus and Pisces, we'll feel really sensitive, really dreamy, really in flow, wanting to just do what feels good in the moment and not really wanting to commit to anything that doesn't feel good. We'll want to be around people that feel good. <laughs> it's all about the feel-good vibes with Venus and Pisces for sure. And then on the 27th, we have the full moon in Virgo, which is going to be a very psychic moon. So there might be some prophetic dreams or some interesting dreams leading up to the full moon and a few days afterwards. And of course, like on the day of the full moon, because we have the moon trining Uranus, which is very psychic. It's going to continue those like emotional insights and maybe removing anything that's an obstacle that helps us to achieve that because with our with the Pisces energy we're dreaming of what we want and then with the Virgo the Virgo full moon it's doing the actual work so with the full moon in Virgo it's releasing toxic habits and behaviors that are not going to serve you and achieving those dreams and you might be getting a lot of like psychic and spiritual insights into what you want to do or it might be a really good mood to be like to pray to spirit to pray to God and be like can you please give me some direction on what is possible for me and what like what does my soul want? I'm a person that it's really foggy for me for some reason. I have a few retrogrades. I have Neptune and retrograde in my chart and I think that could be a reason why Saturn too. And it just makes things a little bit foggy. Like I'm just so happy <laughs> just in general that when it, when it comes to like thinking of exactly what it looks like that I want, I don't know. It's more of a general feeling. 
and I just kind of go with whatever feels good and that's how my energy works which is great but it's like I also I want to dream too I want to have something that I really want out of life you know so that's what I'm going to be doing with the full moon in Virgo on the 27th and the moon is going to be opposite Neptune too so again super psychic emotional insights might feel really emotionally sensitive really bringing up like toxic spiritual habits or like things that are holding you back or things bringing like coming back up to be healed basically there might be a lot of that with the virgo full moon for sure so yeah it might be a really good weekend for a lot of self-care and a lot of journaling and a lot of dreaming too okay so now i'm going to get into the card readings i'm going to start with air signs since we're in aquarius season Okay, air signs, it looks like you guys need to balance work and play. The cards I got for you guys is Queen of Earth, the Fifth House card, which is creative self-expression and having fun, and the Orangutan card, which is like the same thing as the Fifth House energy. It's about laughter, curiosity, patience, play, just having fun. So really balancing the work and the play. And it's like when you allow yourself to have fun and play, like me, for example... <laughs> over the weekend I played video games with my kids and I had so much fun I was like why do I not do this more often because I felt so good I I felt like my batteries were totally charged I felt so happy I had so much energy afterwards and it felt great and it allowed me to like I felt a lot more creative after I felt a lot more inspired and like I had energy to do things so this message is for me too. I have my, my moon is in Libra. So totally for me, balancing work and play and just allowing myself to have fun and getting that sacral chakra energy moving. If you feel stuck, if you feel unhappy, if you feel a creative block, if you feel like your energy is just dragging, do something fun. I'm not talking just a little bit of fun for a little while. I'm talking like do something super fun for like a few hours. Get yourself really laughing, really enjoying, really playing and tuning in with your inner child. And it's really going to bring in that flow. You're going to feel so much better. And not only that, but when you're in that playful, lighthearted flow, it puts you in this energy where you just attract abundance and opportunities and yeah, it's great. So we want to be grounded. We want to work hard and and focus on our responsibilities and the things we need to do and get done, but definitely focus on having fun and playing. Um, a lot of air signs are ending a cycle and beginning a new one too, for sure. There's something being wrapped, wrapped up and a new beginning, or it's almost like you're being done playing small or you're done holding back and now you're going to step forth into like actually doing the thing it looks like a lot of air signs might be turning a passion or a hobby or an interest into work i've been getting that message a lot like all month long i think there's a lot of people taking their potential seriously and trying to do something with that like turning it into their work like tuning into their soul's work um yeah, super fun. And that's the type of energy that will be a theme for February for the air signs. So now with the water signs, 
I feel like you guys are getting activated with your channeling abilities. You guys have a message to share. You have wisdom to share. And check your birth charts. Those of you that have your North Node in Aquarius like I do, we are having our North Node of Destiny being activated. And I actually need to do like a whole podcast or an Instagram post on this or something because this is super important for people to know. Um, we're going to have Jupiter and Saturn coming across our North Node of Purpose. It's already a big time of year first anyways, with our North Node being in Aquarius and the Sun hits our North Node and activates something to happen in our life that gets us on track with that. But when we have big planets like Saturn and Jupiter coming across it too, like we know some big things are in store for us. And I feel like a lot of us are being activated. So those of us that have North Node and Aquarius, check your birth charts. And it'll be people around the same age as me. I'm 31. I'm going to be 32 this year. So if you're around that same age, you probably have your North Node and Aquarius. But a lot of you water signs have a message to share. You have something to speak on and to share and you need to be doing it. Your the, the cards I got for you is Knight of Water, uh, the Aquarius card, and um, Spider. So there's something about your message and it's part of weaving, weaving this web. There's something really important that you're doing that like you might feel that while you're sharing your stuff, it feels kind of monotonous. Who's even hearing me? Like, what's the point? But you're weaving this beautiful web. It's very intricate. It's very beautiful. Just keep going. Keep going with whatever it is you're doing. Keep going with what you feel is your purpose. Whatever it is that lights you up that makes you happy, that you feel just compelled to do, whatever that is, if it's a message, if it's your gifts, if it's just something that you're working towards, just keep going, keep moving with it, even when it feels like it might be insignificant because you're planting seeds, you're doing things that are really creating ripples and making waves. Um, some of you might also get some kind of proposal or an offering or someone coming to you with an invitation and it might be an air sign that comes to you with this invitation to do something or to work together or create something together so watch out for that it might be a really fun valentine's day with an air sign which is so funny because i'm a cancer i'm a water sign and my husband is an air sign this is so funny <laughs> we're gonna have a real good time on valentine's day for sure but the other thing with this energy, it feels very like doing the spiritual work, focusing on the spiritual work and just doing your thing. And there's a need to get grounded and connect with your body and to just get centered and just come down a little bit. And and this person that comes to you might have this grounding influence to them as well. Even though they're an air sign, they might have this grounding influence and they might help you to be more present or in the moment and you need that you need those times of just being grounded being human and then you can continue your work also there's some five energy here the aquarius card is 23 and then the spider card says 32 so definite five energy here so some kind of shifts or changes coming up there's something in the works it feels like whatever is going on in your day-to-day there's something in the works, something that you're doing. It's really weaving this bigger picture. So 
yeah, keep going with it. It'll be interesting to see what kind of changes it leads to. And make sure you stay grounded and centered and make room for the people that matter in your life. And make sure to say yes to opportunities. I know as water signs, it can be kind of scary. That's how I feel at least sometimes. It's like, I want the thing, but then when the opportunity comes up, it's like, oh my gosh, holy shit. Oh no. And you just have to do it. Do it scared or else it won't happen at all. I promise you. If you just wait till the perfect time or when you feel ready or when you don't feel scared about it, it probably won't happen (laughs) because you're never going to be fully ready. You figure things out as you go and you're always going to be a little bit scared and nervous, especially at first. So make sure to say yes more. But of course, only if it's truly like in alignment with what those goals and bigger visions for yourself are, because I know a lot of people have a hard time saying no. I have a hard time saying no to people. So while I need to learn to say no more, I do also need to learn to say yes when it really matters and it's really going to push me outside my comfort zone and get me where I want to be. So water signs out will be the energetic theme for you in February and for fire signs next. Ooh, fire signs. I feel like you guys are moving out of a period of feeling maybe sorry for yourself or a heartbreak or a disappointment or something that's just kind of like disheartening. I feel like you're moving out of that energy where you kind of feel a little bit low or a little bit like detached or internal and kind of staying away from people. I feel you moving away from that and moving into like this fierce, expansive energy where you're just like, I'm not a sheep. I'm a shark. (laughs) That's the card you got. You got shark, you got the Jupiter card and three of air reversed. So three of air is like heartbreak, but it's reversed. So I feel you're coming out of it. Stepping more into your power with Jupiter, focusing on your opportunities and the bigger picture and what you want and just stepping more into that power of Jupiter and opportunity and abundance and seeing what's going right for you and making the most of your situation and where you're currently at. And the shark energy, it's moving through fear, like we were talking about with water, but it's like moving through fear. It's having a clearer sense of perception, like your senses being heightened. You're noticing little things you can like your senses are on fire. So really pay attention to the subtle little things that you're picking up on. A lot of focus, a lot of action, a lot of just like making moves, making choices. And yeah, moving from a place like moving away from fear and insecurity and into like empowerment and decisiveness and really tuning into your senses and making those like decisive choices based on your perceptions. Like if someone feels shady, it's like you just, you, you like do a U-turn and like just move on. Or if something feels like a waste of time, time, you just like, you're like, okay. And you move on. (laughs) Not even going to mess with bullshit is what I feel like. It almost feels like going from a low to this extreme high and the sense of clarity of I am not going to put up with this anymore. Like, this is not for me. Also, it's one, two, three, four right now. So it feels like you're moving on and moving up and moving forward. feels great. So that will be a big theme for you in February. 
And I feel like some of you might even get really brave and make like, like moving into this stage of empowerment, you might really be like, okay, I'm making this choice. I'm going to do this thing that I was really afraid to do. I'm going to approach this person or this thing, or I'm going to take on this task that I was really afraid of with power. Oh, I freaking love this for you guys. And if there's something that you're afraid of, that you're nervous about, you need to know that it's going to be working out really, really well. And yeah, I feel like it's going to be, you really don't need to be afraid of, if there's, yeah, if there's something coming up that you're feeling nervous about, you don't have to be afraid about it. It's going to work out perfectly uh, with the Jupiter card being here too. Okay, Earth signs, I feel like you guys are having to balance a few different things. You got a lot of two energy. You got uh, a 12 card, a 20 card, and two of Earth. It, yeah, it feels like you're trying to balance, trying to multitask, trying to do all the things, balance all the people and their emotions and their things and trying to be there for everyone and try to keep everything afloat. And oh my God, it feels exhausting. It feels like... Oh my gosh, it feels way too much and it feels, I don't know, I feel like you have to, not everyone I guess has a choice, sometimes you just have to do the things because you're put in a position where you have to, right? Okay, I just want you guys to take time, try to take time to do things that inspire you. I feel like there's a really, this is an interesting energy with earth, earth signs. It feels like uncertainty <laughs> because we have a black moon Lilith card. It's mystery. And then we have an eagle card. Both of these feel really detached and like observing things from this higher perspective. And it feels like while you're in your body trying to do all the things and being super busy, there's a sense of detachment at the same time. Almost like, I just need to get through this. I need to do the thing because there's a bigger picture here at play. This is so funny. I know a few earth signs that this could be for. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. And yeah, I don't know. It can be, it feels really overwhelming money by, might be a struggle or managing money might be a struggle or you might forget okay here's the thing with all your busyness and all the things going on and especially with mercury retrograde watch out for bills that you might forget to pay I feel like <laughs> there might be a surprise bill or something unexpected so maybe keep some money set aside for an unexpected bill or something that you forget try to make sure it's all you're all on top of that especially when you're feeling like almost like detached and consumed with what you have to do and what's going on. Um, something might, even, even if it's not a bill, it feels like something might go forgotten or overlooked because there's just so much going on. And it's like, you're in this almost like a survival mode, just doing what needs to be done. Yeah. And you can't balance and do all the things all the time. That's just exhausting. And nobody nobody can operate like that for too long. So again, doing things that make you feel inspired and that remind you of your why and that fill your cup, I feel like is really important. 
and you need to be reminded this is just a phase. This is just a phase of life. We don't always know the whys of things. It can be fun to wonder and to think about or or not. It depends on your situation. <laughs> like why? Why did this happen? But with the the Lilith card, it's like it feels like something happened, but it reminds you of your power, like your superpower, your your hidden power within, and just moving through the phase with a higher perspective and knowing that you're going to come out the other side of it and it'll be okay. But I really feel like you guys have to try to, I don't know, ask for help <laughs> if you can. Try to ask for help or just make sure you take it easy on yourself give yourself grace like i said like with the with the air signs making time for play or doing something that makes you feel lit up and maybe you feel like you're in a phase where you can't really do that right now but maybe that means adjusting your perspective like Brittany, if you're listening <laughs> while you're super busy doing all your stuff you could and I'm sure maybe you already do. And this is not just for Brittany, but for anyone that's like super busy and you're doing things and all that. While you're being busy, maybe you can put on a movie or a podcast in the background that makes you happy. Something that like shifts your perspective and makes things a little easier. Easier. Or Jesse, if you're listening, um, and this can be a message for a lot of you guys. Same thing. If you're having running around with a chicken, running around like a chicken with your head cut off. Maybe on your drives to work, you listen to your favorite music and get super pumped up. Just something, okay? Something to fill up your cup a little bit in the meantime as we move through this phase. It feels like a lot of foundations and a lot of strengths being laid. And yeah, it feels like you guys need to be in balance. You need to find some balance in your life for sure. Uh, okay, so that is all the card readings and all the energies for February. I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing month. We'll see what happens with this Uranus or squaring Saturn in the middle of the month. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what comes of that. But regardless... We can make the most of it. We can, regardless of outside circumstances, we can always make the most of it. We're never a victim to the cosmic energies. We can always use them to our advantage. And that's something that we should always keep in mind. We don't have to be a victim to outside circumstances. We always have the power within us, even if that just means shifting our perspective on our situation and making more conscious choices and things like that. Okay, guys, I hope you liked this episode. If it was helpful, if your reading resonated, please screenshot the podcast and share it on Instagram and tag me. You can follow me on Instagram at mystic underscore lens. And until next time, make it a great week and God bless.